Religious institutions have the highest number of followers in Africa, perhaps the world. Yet many young Africans from religious homes now claim to be more spiritual than religious. Hello and welcome to SMA Talks, the podcast. My name is Ayodeji Saraki. My guest and I today would be discussing African spirituality and religion. Today, my guest is a poet, a spoken word artist, is a Pan-African and is a spiritual man. Hello, Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, DJ. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah, yeah. Good to have you. Good to have you, bro. So, um, Gabriel, we know that many young Africans, you know, now claim to be more spiritual than religious. Well, I would like to first ask you, what was the difference between religion and spirituality? Um, <laughs> there is there is a famous quote I like to um, to say when whenever I'm asked that question. Yeah. Okay. It's from um, His Imperial Majesty Haile Selassie. Okay. It's it's um. He, he said that religion was created by by man you know um, yes. it, it was to aid spirituality but sadly you know the way man is when he touches something he would um, he seems to he seems to um, um, taint it yeah so according to according to um Haile Selassie, he said Religion is a set of rules, regulations, and rituals created by humans, which were supposed to help people spiritually. But due to human imperfection, religion has become corrupt, political, divisive, and a tool for power struggle. Hmm. Whereas, spirituality is not theology, neither is it ideology. It is simply a way of life, pure and original, as given by the Most High. Spirituality is a network linking us to the Most High, the universe, and each other. Wow. Wow, I think that's what we call deep. <laughs> that's Haile Selassie for you. Yeah. So according to him, he is saying religion yes. is a set of, um, um, it, it, it's, it's a connection that we each each of us have okay. ordinarily with mm. both life and with God, who is like the creator and the source of all. Okay. Who all, relig all religions will tell you he himself is spirit. But religion was a set of code, rules, and conduct that was supposed to help you attain your highest spiritual, um, I, don't, I don't want to use the word perfection, but let me just say your highest spiritual state as a yeah. man, okay. as a human being, right? But um, sadly, like we all know, religion in our generation is being used for different um, things that, 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 that are against the core of you know, spirituality, spirituality. against the core of the founding fathers of this religion. You understand me? Like when I mean founding fathers, I mean um, the way Jesus Christ is to um, the Christians, the way Moses is to the Judeans, the way um, Krishna is you know, to the Hindus, the way... Um, Buddha is to the Buddhist the way Muhammad is to you know the Muslims. Yeah. So like, 
it's it's now it's now a thing of um it's now it's majorly political nowadays i would say so or or if, if not political it, it if not political theatrical hmm. yeah. i would like to ask um okay so there's this group there are two groups actually okay there's one called the brights and the other they're called the new atheist and they argue that religion is not only intellectually absurd, that it is also moral, a moral danger. Hmm. Well, what do you think about that? A moral danger. But I would like to know the context from which they're coming from. They're coming from the context of their scientists. Okay. And many have said that could a scientist really be religious? Hmm. Because a scientist who carefully collects empirical um, evidence you know yeah is claims some scientists claim they're religious and over the years we've had famous scientists you know such as uh, uh, even sir isaac newton yeah was a religious man while he was alive yeah even albert einstein was a religious man when he was alive so in their own context what they're saying is religion could even be a moral danger what, what do you think and the reason i'm asking is because Apart from them, because we're going to really delve into the African aspect of religion and spirituality. Yeah. A lot of people... Which is very important. Yes. A lot of people are of that opinion too. That religion, many young Africans now think religion could be a moral danger. You know? I think um, people who have that school of thought are coming from the outlook of what religion is today. Okay. You know? Religion had a good start. Like, in the early days it was meant for good you know for example um the early um, according to the bible yeah the early church what they did is they they were the ones who were helping the people they were not taken from the people mm. you understand yes. so the way it worked was okay uh, if you are a wealthy member of the church you take care of you know you don't you don't expect the poor member to be paying tight and offering because they do not have and you do not castigate them for yeah. not for not being able to have mm. right I, I understand you perfectly and it's quite interesting i like the fact that you took us to the early days because yeah. that's what we ought to have started with so back till the early days a lot of people believe now that if jesus himself was to come back to life would have to teach him how to go to church of course that because I agree. the way we practice the way religion was practiced then is way different from how we practice religion now. So if Jesus was to come to life today, we're going to teach him how to go to the church. We have to tell him that there's a choir and there are some certain people that have to yeah, sit in some front. Rules. Yeah, the <laughs> elders have to sit in front. Yeah, yeah. Do you understand all those yeah, things? Yeah. And that's why you see this new generation where people are proud to call themselves atheists. And personally, I always find that people don't know... Um, because they have used religion, like you said beginning, that religion was meant for good. Yeah. You know, so I think we have blurred it over the years with what religion has become. Yeah. What do you think? Well, there is a popular saying if, uh, that says religion is the opium of the masses, mm. right? So right now you have a man who is a good motivational speaker. He knows how to control his words. He knows what to say that would inspire and move human beings, yeah. right? So he gathers a group of people and he uses his words to that effect. 
and then he says with, and with a little bit of theatrics he's able to convince them that he does miracles and then he says bring in this amount bring in that amount like as if god needs your money god doesn't need, need your, money. your money you understand sure. bring this bring that and you will be blessed so you you have a situation whereby somebody who is earning less than two dollars a day is told to bring ten dollars every week yeah i, I don't even um, that, so that, that's so that that when it's in morally um when you ask me that moral question danger. Of the moral, moral danger yes that's that's that that is true you understand there are situations whereby um and this 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 has this ripple effect right so now you have a generation that doesn't see these religious institutions as a holy ground anymore they see them as a Money commercial making. ground yes commercial ground so i had this story once from um a an usher in a big big church i won't mention the name here for obvious okay. reasons right yeah so the um he she was telling me that not once not twice have they cut people you understand mm. people who just so they know that okay yo you know these ushers and they have uniforms so maybe if it's green shirt on or maybe a black trouser yeah so they would come in like that right mm. to the main camp you understand mm. me yeah so they, they blend in they come in with their own nylon bags man wow they go around taking offerings and they move wow do you understand me yeah so people have seen these places as this is no more a and this is where um this is where sometimes we always say <laughs> how i wish we are still worshiping in the african traditional style yeah. Because it is really difficult for you to say you want to go and steal money from Shangu's shrine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't oh, know if you get my point. Oh, oh from Ifa. <laughs> you, you, you get me? Yes. Because. And this... that's why many have said that, for example, in Nigeria here, yeah. there's some, some groups are calling for, for us to start using our own traditional ways of religion to swear in court or right, politicians right. Swear, rather than <laughs> using the bible and the quran to yeah, swear yeah because they'll be more scared and that mm-hmm. there'll be action quickly you know yeah. people always say uh the conventional religion that's the islam christianity etc that the god is slow to respond mm-hmm. so if you use the bible to swear that oh people swear May, let God punish me. Let this happen and nothing eventually happens to them. Or it will take time, even if something is But when you use Ifa to swear, so a corrupt politician, when he uses Shongu or, or Ya or all those you know, things to swear, yeah. you, you're going to yeah. you know, be more scared and all. But I would like us to go to the spiritual aspect. I would like to define spirituality as personally yeah. what I think the definition is. You know, I have been closer, being in connection with that supreme being or something greater than oneself. Yeah. You know, spirituality or religion to me is more practiced by, you know, like a community. It has certain rules and regulation practiced by a group of people, you know. But spirituality is something that is connected to you. You're connected to something personally. Yeah. Now, having said that, before the advent of religion, what I mean religion, the, the Western religion yeah. or Islam, for example, Africans had their ways of practice. And a lot of people now refer to those practices you know, as traditional. And I would like to differ by saying that 
traditionally, you know, every everyone has their own. Anything that is unique to a particular region is what is traditional. I so agree. if you think it's traditional with us, just for example, let me just use a wedding for example. So you say your own traditional wedding here in Africa is that the husband uh, goes to meet the parents of the wife. You celebrate. You do all of that. Yeah. Now the white wedding, for example, is now our own traditional exactly. way of doing things in exactly. Africa. The white wedding is an European tradition. So that is so to an African, that is a traditional wedding they do yeah. in Europe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So our own religion that a lot of people have referred to as traditional. traditional, that's the African religion. What do you think about it? You know, okay, so I would like practice. to I would like to start from this, right? Yes. The word traditional, it's in no way negative or derogatory. Of course. It's just descriptive. True. The Christian religion is the Hebrew traditional religion. I don't know if you get my point, right? Yeah. As well as Judaism. It belongs to them. It's 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 emanated from them. It is it is their own traditional way of worshiping the supreme being. The um the 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 Asians have theirs, Buddhism. Yeah. Right? That is their own tradition. tradition. I think where we Africans lost it is it is is when we um when we gave out our right to tell our own narrative to the West. I agree absolutely. We have lost the the the, the pen that should be used to write our own narrative. And so because we are not writing these things down, we believe anything the white man tells of us. For example, it's, it's a popular saying, you know, they said Mongo Park found a uh, river. Uh, Somebody showed Mongo Park that place. Of course. Do you understand me? <laughs> so when they say Mongo Park, Absolutely. Disco- when they say Mongo Park discovered, like who discovered for who? Discovered to okay, them. To them. The same way Christopher Columbus discovered America to them. them. They were natives there. Yes. In fact, it is, it is proven that Africans even discovered that land before Christopher Columbus because the native Indians, their ancestors are Omecs. Omecs are, according to sculptures, are black-faced and flat-nosed, full-lips like Africans. Yeah. But we don't have the sense of narrative. So now we have given up the history. Will, history will always say that it's Christopher Columbus. That, that, dis- that discovered. You, you understand me? So now back to the question you asked, right? Yeah. The African religion is in no way beneath the Western religion, right? Yeah. Because if you notice in each, let's take, let's take um, Nigeria, for example, right? The Igbos have their own, um, unique to their tribe. The Yorubas have theirs. And so did the Hausas before the, um, the, the advent of um, Islam. Yeah. And you will notice that in each of these cultures, they had a word for the creator. The divine source the one who the hebrew will call yahweh right i, I know you, the yorubas call him Elidumari, right the hebrews call him chuku the houses call him ubangiji but now each of these like the ifa worship the shongo worship all of that yes. if you go and meet these people they will tell you that they recognize that supreme being hmm. i don't know if you understand me yes Despite the whole um, talking about um, Songo, Ifa, talking about um, Amadioha, each of these people who practice all these um, 
so-called traditional African religions would also tell you that yes, they recognize that there is a supreme being that is the source of all, right? Uh, okay. and, and this particular way they have chosen is the one that connects them, that they have found as a path to connect them yeah. personally yeah. to this creator. Because the African people already had the word for God yeah. anyway. <laughs> so we have our own unique word. Yeah. But I would like to take you to the aspect of traditional healers. Mm. Because now when people are sick in Africa or many places around, places around the world, you go to the hospitals, you know, people don't, especially in Africa, use traditional healers anymore. You know, it's, it, we talk about it like it's something to be ashamed of. Yeah. You know, we whisper, we hush to talk about using traditional healers. Whereas before the hospitals came, before we had any of the Western influence, we embraced traditional healers. True. People were proud to be traditional. We respected them in our society, in the African society. True. So, but before that, I'd like to play you a, I'd, I'd like to play this, not just for you, but for Okay, our listeners so, yeah. so uh, about this is a recording when um what's her name Kei Gwangwa was asked about traditional healers and the presenter was asking about the dark side here's what she had to say but that wasn't always so and it became a dark space because missionaries came in and they had to conquer a people and they had to conquer their mind their spirituality they had to eliminate their belief systems and take them wholly and so they would took one space and looked at, uh, at their traditional ways and told them that they are barbaric and that they are, be that they are behind and that they are blasphemous and satanic. But there was a time when there weren't Western doctors that had scientific research to support their, 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 their ways where communities relied on traditional healers when there was no other option on how you healed a person and how where and how you heal them spiritually emotionally physically in every other way so why does it then at some point become an issue when 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 did we then take one opinions over some again anthropologists come and interpret our ways you know uh, 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 in a particular way yeah so what do you think about what Ketuletsi Gwangwa said? I, I totally agree with Ketuletsi. I totally agree with her. Yeah. She, she touched on many, many important points. That she, one of the, which just even got me thinking now. It's, it's odd. I have not thought about it till now, but it, it just rang a bell. Yeah. She said, um, their anthropologists come and tell us about our culture, what is yeah. right and what is wrong. When has the black man ever gone to the white man's land and told him, this, this thing you are practicing is wrong. Exactly. Rather, follow our own way. I don't think we've ever done that. I think we've, we've always been on the receiving end. Yeah, I, I've not thought of that. Amazing. Or read of that or yeah. seen that. Amazing. Anyway, but that is why um, I would like to digress a little bit because that's what made me start SME Talks. Wow. It was important that we tell our African stories. Yeah, it was important that we tell our own side of the story, a balanced story, yeah. our own narrative, because there are a lot of Africans, young Africans, older Africans, doing great things around the world. Yeah. And we don't get to talk about it. We always focus on the negatives. So that's part of the reason that made me start as a meetup. Well. I wanted to tell other sides. I wanted to deconstruct yeah. whatever conventional narratives people had 
and to engage with young people like yourself, uh, brilliant, you, you know, to, to share such such yeah, stories. It's, it's an amazing initiative. Man. So yeah. back to um, what I was saying. So still based in Africa, I'd like to bring it back home to Nigeria now. Because Nigeria is home, at yeah. least for you and I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Our motherland. The, exactly. <laughs> so there's this famous um, singer, Falari Falano, a.k.a. Faust the bad guy. Yeah. You know him. Many of you know him listening to me. So Faust said some time ago that he's not, that he stopped going to church, you know, and the reason why he stopped going to church is because he's not religious, that he's spiritual. And I remember a lot of people came after him, a lot of blogs, people insulting him. Oh, you came, you come from a religious home. Why would you tell people? Why are you trying to confuse young people? You know, why are you trying to talk down on churches? And he said, no, I'm not trying to talk down on churches. I'm just telling you that I am not religious. I'm a spiritual person. And we have seen that in the space of artists. It almost seems like a lot of artists now say that as a form of trend or a popular maybe saying, mm. you know, like to have clout and, and, and stuff. And we don't even get to know who is saying the truth or who is actually spiritual or what they even mean by spiritual. spiritual yeah. So, and you, I know you're a spoken word artist. Yeah. And you're a poet. Yeah. Are you also more spiritual than religious? I think I, presently I am. Okay. I wasn't before. Okay. Because, you know, when you're being raised in a religious home, you are religious because the truth is many people who are being raised religiously have not had that um, spiritual encounter with this source that we call God. Okay. Right. So um, to, <laughs> so um, do you, our do you go to church? To, to our listeners, right? I would, before, before I continue, okay. I would like to make a clarification. Okay. Whenever I mention the name God, yeah. please do not assume I'm talking about one white man in the sky sitting down with two <laughs> legs and two hands on one seat. You understand? One talking, throat. You understand me? I'm talking about a force that is beyond human beings' comprehension, hmm. basically. So yes, I, I do. I do agree that um, I agree with Fowles. Okay. Because oh, there's, there's a story I like to tell mm, to um, our Christian listeners. They know the story of Saul of Tarsus, who later became Paul. He was a scholar, right? A religious scholar who knew the Torah in and out mm. right but he was fighting against God's plan mm. meanwhile in his own personal belief as a human being he believed he was doing the right thing he was doing the religious thing so mm. if he was doing the religious thing he definitely had to be doing the right what thing. thing by God by God that's what he thought that's what he thought how naive exactly so he has to have a spiritual encounter that made him understand that, okay, I am definitely doing the wrong thing. thing. So, I would like to discuss spirituality very well. So, when an African man, you know, say he's spiritual, or an African woman says she's spiritual, what does she mean? And I mean the African man or woman, like our father's times. Okay. Yeah, the old African, older <laughs> African man or yeah, the old African yeah. woman. What do they mean when they say they are spiritual people? Okay, so um, I know our grandfathers and fathers, their generation, right? What what um, when they say they are spiritual, 
most times what they mean is they do not go to church or they do not go to mosque hmm. rather they worship the gods of their ancestors what people call idol worshiping some sometimes idol worshiping yeah. okay um, some of them just have this um like they, they pray to their ancestors like they don't pray to a particular god okay they believe like the ancestors died and they are now in occupying the space of heaven and when they pray to the ancestors the ancestors answer them and they have their own rituals most of them to do perform yeah the blood spill blood spill and all of like, those blood spill well even even, even christianity islam <laughs> they all do blood spilling that, like i said earlier my brother it's just narrative man yes we, we it's, it's high time we tell our own story true you know um chino achibi was talking about what he, the the mindset that made him write things fall apart yeah and he said this he said he he assumed himself uh, as a white man hmm. right and when a white man is in a boat right just um about to touch down on the african soil he would see a bunch of people you know wearing um leaves and you know looking so weird that he would give them this name savages right yeah. and what the white man has been able to make us do right is think like the white man so we see those people as savages when in actual fact we are those people that they are calling savages. savages but we are not savages we just have different culture and different traditions from these people yeah absolutely. so that's why he wrote that book from the point of view of the supposed savages to show you that they were not savages they had their own um organizational structure you know their own societal structure that they they, they adhere to okay so from the contemporary african man or african woman yeah what do they mean when they say they're spiritual so that, that is where um people like files <laughs> would fall into i feel what files meant when he said that was he doesn't need to go to your church or if your he mosque. was a muslim your mosque to get in touch with god because god is omnipresent i can be in my house and pray to god and god will answer me yes you understand me because i like to tell people these things right jesus christ is the pioneer of the christian religion right but he wasn't a christian he mm. was a judaist mm. that's the, that's the, the the traditional religion of the um jewish people judaism yeah as laid down by moses right yeah and they had their own um when, when moses when moses was leading this particular supposed religion because it wasn't a religion initially yeah there was no synagogue the synagogue is like their own church there was no synagogue but in the days of jesus christ there was a synagogue it had it had trickled down from the level of spirituality to the religious plane mm. right so jesus would enter synagogue and try and tell them that Omo, what you guys are doing man this is not what <laughs> god requires <laughs> this is crap and they would chase him out there was a time they even wanted to kill him but he found a way to meander and just you know disappear and move ahead you understand me so he himself was not going to the center rather he was going to the streets he was he said he was doing good he was healing people he was, yeah. he was doing things that because the <laughs> the priests in the synagogue were not healing they did not have that power to heal yeah 
but he had gotten to, to a level in his spiritual um, 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 ascent that he could heal. Hmm. I asked you a question initially. You didn't get to answer it. I said, are you a Christian and do you go to church? I haven't been to church in a very long time. Okay. But, you know, when, when I'm feeling a form and they said religion, there's only two boxes, my brother. <laughs> so, you can, so, <laughs> so I take one. But I tell people, like you, you know you know this. I, I tell this. people, I, I, I am not a religious person. Okay. I'm, a, I'm a spiritual person. And if it was to be given a name, I would say I practice Godism. Godism. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so how has that... Um, how has that affected or how has that shaped your art? Splendid. Mm. It makes you see life from a different angle. Mm. Let me tell you how a religious person thinks, right? A religious person thinks in this way. I am in X religion. That man over there is in Y religion. religion. He's not my brother. If push comes to shove, I would not help him i would not seek to save his life i would not seek to give or lend a helping hand because you know it's, it's like war you know you are you and i am me we are not on the same turf but a spiritual person i tell people this man like bro i i have prayed in the mosque i have prayed in churches mm. and this makes me see that everybody is just one everybody 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 is serving the same god but they don't, they, don't, they don't just know it. So you, you see a Christian say, ah, no, Muslim, no, they worship Allah. And I'm like, what, what is Allah? Please yeah. explain to me. He say, I don't know. Nasi, Nadia, God. Wow. So you are ignorant. Okay, let me help you. Allah means God. God. This is like saying, ah, so those Yoruba people are worshiping an idol. They say, they are saying, Ledumari. Ledumari is an idol. It's just language barrier. True. We are all worshipping the same God, basically. True. The two books, I've read the two books, and they are saying the same thing. Like, there is no <laughs> difference. In fact, the, 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 the Quran has some part of Jesus' life written in the Quran that's not even in the Bible. I said something during the course of my introduction. Yeah. I said religious institutions have the highest number of followers in Africa, yeah. or perhaps the world. Yeah. Now, it's not ironical or disturbing that we have so many religious people around the world not only in africa i mean there are a lot of religious people yeah. in israel in saudi arabia in even the america and the united kingdom but still we have issues of um we have terrorism issues we have people yeah. who take religion to the extreme yeah, fanatics you know we have fanatics we have a the, the sto African story, a part of all. Let me say the story that distorted African history, which is colonialism, yeah. and how religion was used by the Europeans, by the white that came to colonize Africans. How they justified it in the name of religion. How they tried to justify it in the name of religion. How they were only the the, the Africans they took in, they captured and make them slaves. Yeah. How they only preach some certain part of the Bible to them. Yeah. Only the parts that would teach them how to be submissive. If they slap you on the right cheek, you turn the left cheek. You don't speak to your king, the mm -hmm. master, and all those things. And what I'm basically saying is, we have huge 
religion has the huge has huge following around the world. Yeah. And we still have so much problems in the world. What are religious books teaching us? Hmm. This this thing you just said now just reminded me of um twenty fourteen. Mm. I was invited to perform at Walisho Inka's eightieth birthday. Oh, wow. So a guest performer was Muta Muta Baruka. I don't know if you you've heard of him. I've heard of him. Yes, so and Walisho Inka is one person I, I adore. I attended his seventieth birthday wow. at Muson. Uh, um, no, sorry, at I was in Lagos. Then was it Muson Center? Yeah, I think it was at Muson Center. His seventieth birthday. I even gave a speech that wow, day. Wow. Yes, nice. that was that was many years ago. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> So like Muta Baruka said something. He said he, he came to Nigeria and he realized it's it's uh, it has a similarity with Jamaica. Okay. Which is on every street you have like ten churches, but crime level is high. Mm. Drug addiction is high. Corruption, you know, like all the social vi- societal vices high. Of course. So it which proves the point that Africans are not seeking religion um because they they are really looking for god two things one they are seeking religion because for you to belong like it's a societal um um uh it's, it's like who are you in society you cannot like how how do you go imagine we're in a gathering yeah. and everybody's like i'm a christian i'm, I'm a muslim. muslim then you go and say um, i don't belong to any of those they look at you like an outcast yeah. so people want to blend like it's an abomination yeah they want to blend and fit in. That's one. Two, people are looking at, they're searching for hope. Hmm. The poor man has nowhere else to go to. Hmm. So he goes to a peddler of hope. He has to believe in something. You understand me? So you see this guy who wears a suit that's peddling hope to a bunch of poor people in a crowd. And that's why they are there. Believing that, ah, as long as Sister Ungozi that he showed on the stage, got her own, I'll, I'll get, get my, my own. own. Let's keep praying. Let's keep praying. And fasting. And not working. Hmm. Forgetting that even the Bible says, faith without works is dead. Hmm. And let me buttress, heaven helps those who, who help, help themselves. themselves. That's what's doing the, the black race. We, we we pray to God to, to deliver us, but we're not doing anything. Hmm. So I tell people this, I said, in the Bible, right, the Israelites had been um, because this, pardon me that I'm making so much references to the Bible, my brother. When, when I dis- when I discuss um religious issues with religious people, I like to you know because that's what they understand. So okay. I like to bring out <laughs> scenarios from there to explain yeah. to them. I, I think that's a good the, teacher. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's been a good teacher. I know, right? So the Israelites had been um in in bondage in Egypt for more than the allotted time that God has said they will be there. And they were praying, praying, oh God, oh God, oh God. But they were still there. But then there was this young man named Moses. Who, he wasn't even, even affected by it because he was raised in palace, privileged, right? But one day he saw, like, he discovered, he learned the truth that he was actually a Jew and not an Egyptian. And he wanted to go and see, like, what his people were facing. And then one day he saw, like, the way one Egyptian um, 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 tax master yeah. was beating mercilessly one one Jew, like beating like an animal, you know, just whipping him everywhere. And this guy took it upon himself to make action. And he killed that guy. Mm. Right? Killed him and he had to even run from Egypt because that was that was that's a capital offense. Yeah. But God now God looked and said, ah, this guy, 
he's not just a talker he's a doer he, he might not be able to he, he might not be able to do it the right way because he doesn't know the right way but i can show him because he's a doer we in africa my brother what we are a bunch of talkers we just talk 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 and hope that you know god will just miraculously land on the ground <laughs> god That's... created god created mm. plants right yes but even god knows that he has to see send rain to water the plants of for them course. to grow he must work. Um, but you know there are a lot of i don't want to delve into that because there are a lot of angles we can look at it from sure, you know, that's, that's why we're here isn't it uh, <laughs> time will not permit us forgive uh, uh, me true, true. well you know um africans are not just a bunch of talkers mm. you know there are lots of africans, no i meant majority majority Sorry, of man. the pardon religious me, pardon me. majority exactly yeah. because i don't want people to get that yeah. out of context yeah uh, yeah uh, pardon know, me. majority majority yeah. so because, now, you know, we have people like Nelson Mandela, exactly, who actually did do, you know, and, and most of the development yeah. that's happened around the world yeah. is as a result of Africa, yeah, you know, about the, the roles great African men and women have played in the world, yeah, that's how better the world is. But that's a different story. Let's discuss African religion and spirituality today. So, a lot of people also believe that we have been solely unfair and unjust with religion. That we have blamed religions, so many downfalls that we have had. Oh, the terrorism. Oh, this. Oh, that. You know, we constantly. Religion is easy to target. You know, things are going wrong in a society, so we can easily point at. Oh, it's those people, the religious people, that are the cause of it. We blame our pastors for collecting tithes. We blame our imams for the way they look. We make jests of them. We blame the Jews. We blame. We just blame religious people. Are religious people really the problem that we have in the world? I would say um, to a large extent, yes. And I'll give you an example. Okay. The just concluded NSAS protests that mm. happened some few weeks back. In uh, Nigeria? Yeah, in Nigeria. Um, there were some people they called pro-SARS mm. in Abuja that went attacking the protesters and one was caught right and they were asking him like why like because this fight is not just for us for everybody. everyone yes why are you doing this and he said he mentioned he said two things right first of all he was paid to do it 500 naira to come and kill people secondly that's poverty now right yes economical yes and he now went into the mind, right? He said they had told them, right, that the NSAS protesters were Christians, Southern Christians, who were using this as an avenue to topple government from you know, Buhari, who is a Muslim. Is a Muslim and not all. So you see, like they've been able to now. If you are brainwashed, that's 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 the disadvantage of religion. It mm. it clogs your mind. Of course, you understand. Like I said in the beginning, religion had good, good intentions. Good intentions, right? It's supposed to show you the path to God. Like this is it. Follow it, right? But now you now have human beings who are, you know, we are human beings. I don't know if you understand me. When, for example, right, you do not know about a part the contents of a particular book. But you look up to me, right? Yeah. That because I am this person in society and I know about this book, definitely I cannot lie. So whatever I say mm. goes. 
Only to find out when you read the book that everything I've been saying are lies. <laughs> that I'm just using, you know, your ignorance to uh, uh, um, brainwash you and make you do, manipulate you to doing what I want you to do. That's that's the that's the you know the, how the, sad. the, the disadvantage of how, how sad. Yeah. So um, we have completely run out of time, but before we go, I'd like you to tell us what we should, as a spoken word artist, as a religious, as a spiritual man, <laughs> <laughs> as a poet, and you're multi-talented, many, yeah, one of the, it, the few brilliant people, or one of the, yeah, few brilliant people I, <laughs> I'm privileged to know. So what should we look out for? What should we look out for from you? Um, next year. Okay. I've, this year was more, of a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I'll use that. <laughs> a pandemic, yeah. Just making plans and, you know, just um, absorbing, basically. Okay. So next year, it's to just churn out content. So, okay. you know, from we, video. Um, we will we'll look, like, we'll look out for yeah. that. And I know beautiful content, great things. Most definitely. Um, you guys should follow him. What's your Instagram handle? Uh, fans of Arc. Fans of Arc. Yeah. A-R-C-H. Yes, he has great poems, great write-ups. And you'll be performing on Friday? Yes, this Friday. Yes, yes. Freedom Hall. I'll be performing this Friday, what 7 p.m. 7 p.m. December 4th. This December Friday. 4th, uh, just Friday. like two days' time, I think. Okay, okay. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be vibes, man. Life, life, band, poetry, mm. jazz music. Just come and unwind. You know, it's oh, been, nice, a, it's been nice, a, nice. a tough time indoors. <laughs> just come on, vibe, yeah. So, on that note, thank you for listening. I mean, it's been an amazing, amazing time. Thank you for amazing having me, show man. talking I'm, to I'm, you. I'm really Always a pleasure. Yeah. So, uh, but, but before we go, I would like to say one thing, okay. right? Um, to those who are religious, right? Yeah. They should try as much as they can to study their religious books rather than following the mouth of men so that they do not become religious fanatics. Hmm. Because the problem with religion is religious fanaticism. True. Yeah. Such a good way to end the show. <laughs> Thank you very Thanks much for me. listening and bye for now. Bye. <laughs>